Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ticker Points. I'm your host, Ronan Scott. This week's guests are Oren Eastwood, the Antrim footballer, and Gareth McKinless, the Derry player. And we're going to be talking about Antrim season and Derry season, and also the club championship that was on at the weekend and everything that's coming up this weekend. So welcome to the show, lads. To get started, uh, I wanted to talk about the season past. Oren, you played with Antrim this year. It was a successful year and under new management. I mean, how pleased were you with how the season went? I'm delighted. I mean, the first, uh, you always at the start of the season, always say you want to get promoted. Especially, I think we were about three or four years there in Division 4. So to finally get promoted, um, brilliant, obviously, and his first year as well. So couldn't have gone any better for him. Obviously, we've won all the games as well, so and kept it in our own hands the entire way. Um, but obviously, disappointing finish with the championship. I mean, decent first half maybe against Dorma, and then kind of, you know, towards the end of the half it was nip and tuck. They got a goal, and then second half just unfortunately just ran away from us. But I mean, until yeah, the league was good for us. Um, obviously, we need to get up the divisions. Um, I'd say we're in Division Three this year, but yeah, disappointed just with championship and how I finished probably. What do you think the difference was this year, or how it was ended different as a manager? We're kind of talking there before come on, come on our all three of us, like you know, different voices and things like that. Um, yeah, just I mean, he brought it a whole new backroom team and things like that as well with Stevie and Sean. Um, and obviously, you know, like everyone knows Stevie what he's like, and everyone in Antrim knows Sean Kelly very well. So you know that the coaching as well that they all brought to the table was was brilliant, um, and everyone just really enjoyed it and uh, everything. So kind of obviously came out then with the results we got. So yeah, I would definitely, you know, the, the three of them were, all, were brilliant all year. Gareth, Derry season, it wasn't a new manager, but it, um, it probably felt like, you know, it was a proper run for Roy this time, because I, yeah. I spoke to a few Derry players and they said that Roy didn't get a proper goal the first year. What did you think? Do you think that was a, like a, a technically his first year, I suppose? I, I would agree, yeah. Um, he would definitely agree, I'd say. Um, it just, he was coming in to set up maybe, and it, the management team that he had with them, maybe there's people involved in the setup that it wasn't all of his own. So I think this year especially, I think he just done a clear run and he got in who he wanted in. He was strength and conditioning coach, Peter Hughes, um, his physios, doctors, whatever, and uh, I think he'd be he was happy with who he got in now. So. How pleased were you with the season? Like, what did you think of it? You know, I, I know we, we didn't win Ulster or anything. Like, but how were you pleased? Were you with the progress? Um, start of the year, you know, we set out to we set out to, for our first goal was to get promoted and to win Division Three. So, um, for us, it was, we achieved that. Um, but at the end of the day, and Rory, he's, he's, he's clear on it. He wants to win Ulster titles, and there's no point. And he he says it then day out if we're training as hard as we're training you're you're not there to win leagues and to compete you want to win Ulster championships you want to compete in Ulster finals so in hindsight looking back great that we're now in division two and, and climbing and um, again our goals for this year will will be to be promoted from division two and and train and, and compete again and um, at the top table because if you're not playing the best teams week in week out, it's it's hard to improve um, and to ultimately reach the goal of winning those two championships. So. Yeah, the Derry Champ Derry Ship Club Championship final was played at the weekend last weekend. Um, Glen beat Slaney to win their first title, but they had a new manager, and that's something both you two will know about. Do you, why do you think that the, the 
the, the manager, Malky Work coming in was so key? Like, why was that so important? Because we all felt that Ben probably could have won it a couple of years ago. Um, yep, I think fresh face, um, new, just clean slate for a lot of players, and and their age profile being that the sort of. 28, 27, 25, a lot of mature players, even though they're still at a reasonably young age, I think that him coming in and setting, setting the ground, groundworks and, and, and laying the law down, um, as we spoke off air, I think picking the captain he did was a, a great decision. Um, obviously, he's, he's not a county man, but he's, he's a real good club man, and he's seen that in him. Um, That's Connor Carvel. Connor yeah, and I think uh, I just think there was there was no messing around. Um, Ryan Porter, obviously, them two have been together for many years, and I think they came in and set the standards high, knew what they wanted, and obviously from yesterday's result achieved that. So, yeah, Oren, what did you think of Glenn winning the Derry Championship? Do you think that was uh, you know it got down to the manager, or what did you think of you know? The no, result? I mean obviously from the outside looking in. Um, like you're talking about a new manager there, but I mean, if it's Malik or work coming in anywhere, you're you're doing all right, especially at club level. Like everyone has seen what he's done anyway on the county scene, and again from the outside looking in, like I've seen you know Glenn winning all those minor titles and things like that, and all the those kind of lads going doing well at McCrory level. So as Gareth saying at the age profile now, when they've had a few years at senior level um, and playing football at that level, I mean it's. Probably not a great surprise. I mean, I know Slot Neil and the pedigree and the history they've had in the last few years, but just looking at individual names and then the manager bring it all together, no real surprise. I mean, uh, I know they got beat a few years ago as well, which I would say probably stood to them as well, even though yesterday the game wasn't particularly close. Um, just all those kind of factors combined, they're just they just look like a serious outfit, like yeah. It perhaps was, it wasn't a surprise to some that they won because of the the success they've had coming up. But there was another surprise, you know, in Donegal, in that St. Eunans beat um, Neve Connell, who would have been expected to win based on their been winning the two previous and also the system that they play. What did you think of that result whenever you saw St. Eunans beating Neve Connell? Yeah, I mean, it's the system more than anything. Um, like they cut their cloth to suit. Like I mean, it probably doesn't please everyone. Um, I mean, the two in a row and then the recent kind of battles with Kilcar between last year and this year. I mean, def definitely surprised. I know that there's some unions have a few county players and a few big names, but maybe I could be taken for granted uh, that Nick Connell would win easy. But I mean, it, again, the systems, sometimes maybe you can think too much about it or get caught up on it too much. I don't know, but um, a surprise to me, but I'd be you know, more interested in what people within Donegal would kind of think of that or how they, th if they thought Neve Connell were, I know they were going for three in a row. I don't know if they got that plays in their mind as well, but yeah, from a, maybe a bit surprised, but there is serious quality and with uh, St. Unions, with the O'Donnells and things like that. What do you think about, of systems though? Do you think, do you, you wouldn't play a lot of them with Sedendas or maybe with Antrim? Systems play? Oh, well, the way, well, in terms of like the Neve Connell system, that way it is, from what I've seen, was very defensive. Like, and I mean, I think most, even at the higher, like county level and like the higher club level, it's teams are not used to it because you could say Neil Connell won two in a row, but teams are just smarter to it. They know how to work around it and things like that. So, I think it, you can be a bit rigid, a bit too rigid almost sometimes because teams are so well used to it now. It'll be ten years or so more of the blanket defence. So, 
And obviously, it took Neve Campbell. People to say it. They they liked it. And they 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 won two championships with it. But I think sometimes teams can where we work it out. You know, they can draw you out and not get caught in the break as easily. Yeah. I think they've been playing that system since Jim McGuinness was yeah. managing back ten years ago, and I think, and according to Barry Doherty from Kilcarry, told Gaelic Life last week that um, they're, they train it at underage level, so it's the system that the club were sticking with, and they really, they really feel that that's the way that they want to continue to play. What did you think of Neve Cole um, play uh, winning that or, or losing that final? I, I wasn't surprised that that St. Eunice won. I was surprised in the in the manner that they won, and um, as you say the system that Neve can play, you're always going to give the opposition a bit of hope as in they are so defensive so the game is going to be slow and uh, stop start but as St. Eunice they have a few handy forwards like Leonard Arnold, Brother Shane so if you have quality up front you're going to have a chance and uh, it'll be interesting now I think St. Eunice play Glenn the first round so it'll be interesting now to see how they match up. Uh, Scottstown won the Monaghan final, but they were playing Trua, who hadn't been to a final a long time. You know, it was probably more of a expected result. Would you say? Would would say so. Uh, um, Scottstown have been on the on the road as well for a long, long time. Um, I'm maybe starting to think they're they're going to have to start pushing on a bit, and and also their title is maybe in uh, in the rear view even. Well, I think that. They'll give Ulster a good rattle. Um, Three and I, Three won an All Ireland Intermediate. Was it maybe, was maybe ten years ago now or, or more? Um, but as you say, the first senior final. Um, obviously, nerves can can play a big factor. But uh, I wasn't surprised now that that Scottstown got over the line. So yeah, Scottstown. What did you think of that result, um, Orn? Yeah, no. I mean, it's more the experience of Scottstown more than anything. Like I know they went down a couple of points early, but like the quality they have and the boys have played for Monaghan in big games and played in all-star club games as well like they probably never panicked um, yeah I'd agree with Gareth though like they, they definitely probably are thinking more further down the line than an all-star club run um, there's probably a couple of teams like that like maybe Kilkoe are probably thinking the same that you know, it's maybe back in their own clubs and parishes that it's almost a, a county title is nearly expected now that they've won that many so I would just say that yeah we've expected Scottstown at this especially not the disrespect or anything, but you know, first final in whatever number of years, and just with the quality they have all over the pitch, Scottstown, yeah, not not too surprised. Kilcoo, you mentioned beat Burn, who would have probably been their biggest test, but you know they are deaf. They probably are deaf, and and they're probably seeing these other teams dropping, like Slaneil, who they ex might expect it to come through. So they're maybe thinking like this could be opening up for us, like and Nico will go on as well, like yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I. I off the top of my head, I don't know the exact record here in the last 30 years, but that's a couple in a row and Burn won one, but they were winning a whole host before that as well. And as you said, they're um, with an Ulster run, I think, is it uh, Glenn are playing St. Unions now? So there's two pick hitters going against each other and things. So they dig. I mean, obviously, they'll not let that slip that they're, you know, looking for Ulster runs, but I'd say, you know, there's a bit of pressure maybe to try and, you know, go as far as they can. Um, and, because I know they, they, they got one a few years ago, but maybe that's, you know, maybe they want to push on and get more. Uh, Gareth, what do you think of Kilku? Have you seen much of them down the line? Or what did you think of, you know, of their success in the recent years? They definitely deserved um, their championships over the, over the last number of years. I would say this one has definitely been the toughest. Um, talking to a few players, Caelan Doherty and, and the likes, and he was saying to me that uh, he just didn't, he wasn't as sure this year than, than any other year. He says that, 
and as the saying goes, once you're at the top, everybody wants to, to get at you. So I think that they'll be glad they've got over the line. And again, they can, as Ulster could open up, they'll fancy their chances. So That's one of the things. That's what's pretty you know, spectacular about how Kilker have been able to do it because they everybody's taking pot shots at you. you know, Cargan um, probably suffered a bit from that because they were everybody was coming at them and you know Slaniel yeah. suffered of that too like everybody's coming at them you know but Kilker have been able to fend off these challenges and as a credit to them they have a serious group of players um, serious management team involved as well and um, it's not easy when, when all the voices outside are, are, are trying to knock you and, but uh, fair play to them and uh, it's a uh, it's a hard one to know I think that they'll not be far away as well they'll be fancying their chances the Ballandary thing, whenever Ballandary was strong, you know, you know, it was a close knit unit, and that's a cool kill you have. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, you see it in their supporters, and um, the UTM chance <laughs> you'll hear it from here at court, maybe. But uh, they, as you say, they're they're close knit, they're tight, and uh, it, it all bodes well for them and and how they perform. So and they've got a couple of dairy men. Over them. Couple of dairymen, Magic Mickey. So uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's doing his he's doing his best for them and fair play to him. And obviously Canlith and and Paul as well. But no, they're uh, they're doing something right anyway. That that close knit thing, um, Oren. Uh, do you uh, you're Nivena who in St Enda's up you know, in Glengormley direction, North Belfast. Do you do you think that you can maintain have the same sort of close knit unit that they would have like in Kilku? Up there, you know, I'm talking about Belfast clubs because they didn't really have the same dynamic. It's too hard to compare. I think, like, I mean, because just the difference of difference of communities in general, like the, the kind of small rural towns where you know football might be like football's everything, like in, in like places like Kilkenny and things like that. But I mean, you can still have that same kind of spirit and togetherness as a club and as a team, but it's a different form of togetherness or whatever that is, just because I know from well from. My point of view, like in in St Andes and North Belfast, Glengormley, it's obviously a, a, a densely populated area. Like, so you're not going to have that same togetherness because not everyone's a St Andes person that you walk past in the street, or not everyone's a GA person. But when like, everyone is, like, everyone loves their club in that way. So like, you can roll all in behind each other, but it's just it's just a different form, to be honest. It sort of feels though in Belfast, if you th there are these pockets coming up, you know. The newer clubs, you know, kind of in, in Breda are in down, but they're Belfast sort of based. But they have sort of a units, and yourselves have a unit. So these things do kind of evolve, sort of like, you know, club teams, you know, rural club teams. Yeah, yeah, in a way, that's, that's definitely, I mean, like you see the success of like carried off as well in the last few years, um, getting to the down final and stuff. No, there definitely is that spirit, togetherness, whatever it is, that you, you can't quantify or anything. Um, but it just, by virtue of you know people in those living in those areas now, and that's why the GA club those clubs are so big. Like obviously ourselves carried off by the brides and things like that. Obviously, huge numbers wise. Um, so you're not you're not going to match other like the kind of rural clubs as I said, or maybe maybe other clubs who within Belfast who have like a more history or maybe something like that. If you want to say that, but it's still everyone is rolling in behind it. A county final in Antrim is uh, Craig against Hagan. Who would have picked that one? Final. I know, yeah. Um, I think everyone, well, 99% of people would have said probably Cargan at the start of the year, going for, I think it was, was it, I don't know, many in a row, three or four in a row. Um, but fair play to Craigan. I mean, they've got beat by them a couple of times the last few years. Obviously, 
local rivalry and everything like that. Um, and I, I was at the game. They were well for their victory um, in the end, definitely. Uh, and I, I got on as well. I don't think too many would have picked the final. Um, especially you can obviously land over on that side of the draw and uh, Hagan beat us on the way as well so unfortunately but uh, no way I, I think no one would have definitely guessed that at all. And do you see it going in any particular way which you think which side do you think would be? Well I mean I would be leaning towards Craig in any way but I said Corgan would beat them so I don't know if you should take my word as <laughs> gospel or anything but uh, no I think Craig have been there thereabouts the last few years they won a league title or so as well, so they've they've been knocking about, and they have a Sanandes man at, at the helm as well, so it might be good to see them. How does that feel to watch the Sanandes man taking credit? Oh, no, not, not great, not too bad. We're on the sidelines. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Gareth, what do you think of that county final? How much do you know about Cargan or uh, Craigan and Hagan? Uh, I would have to agree with uh, Orn. I definitely thought Kjargan were, were nearly a shoe-in um, for Antrim, um, especially the performance at the start of the year. Um, but look, anything can happen on, on a given day and, and fair play to Craigan. Um, we played them in a challenge game, as I said earlier. Um, and they, they had some good, some good players, but they actually picked up some bad injuries from that. And uh, so it's a credit to their squad and their depth that they've been able to get over a team like Kjergen. Um I Ganley, if I know there's some good young young players and they're coming through, but if I had to pick what team, I would have to be Craigan to, to nip it now, I would say. The, they're in danger, well, not in danger of it, but the, uh, Conor McCann told us Gaelic Life last week that he felt they were concerned about the Mayo effect, you know, you do the do the hard work in the semi-final and then mess up in the final, because I Ganley will be sitting in this long grass for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely, but y you would you have to sort of get into the mindset and mentality of look it's if it's our time you know nothing can stop us and it, it'll be determined by their intensity on, on the day and, and if they can bring it and whoever whoever does that will will come out on top so and uh, not far away from Hagan is Armagh and Armagh Championship is uh, Cross McLean and uh, Clan Aaron. yeah w where do you see that one going is it the old Guard across McGlenn. Well, I mean, that championship is changing. You know, it used to be across McGlenn would be certain, but now, you know, Mahari have come up and, you know, there's, you know, there's plenty of competition now, yeah. more than it was before. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, obviously, the team is, is not the, the team of old. They've changed and they've younger players through now. Um, Jim McCombell's uh, young fella's great player for them. Um, but uh, but again, Clan Iron, as I said, they've won another 20 title and they've Connor Turbot up front, brilliant player, um, another young fellas as well. It's it's a hard one, it's a hard one to pick. I would still maybe lean towards Cross McGlain, maybe just having a bit more experience to get them over the line. Um, tradition, you know, Joe Cassidy always talks about tradition. Tradition is right, you know? um, plays a big factor, especially in tight games, coming to the, the end of the game, so... Uh, Owen, what do, you, what do you think much you know about this cross and the Clan Aaron team? No, I think as well, same as Gareth there, I mean, the young team of Clan Aaron, I know, especially with uh, Hagan, both Hagan and Clan Aaron uh, had boys in those St. Ronan's teams, were doing well on the Crory level there uh, couple, in the last couple of years, so obviously young up and coming, but despite even though the maybe the cross aren't the same animal they were and they can be beaten, I do think that they would still have enough. Um, because they do have the you know the experience of being there before as well as still the younger players who can bring bring stuff to the table as well. So this I would still be leaning towards cross. 
that St. Ronan's Lurgan result was fantastic. You know, that's a, that team was, it's interesting how schools can have that knock-on effect, you know? Do you think, you, you know, in Antrim, you've got that knock-on effect in schools that, that they would have in Arma and perhaps Derry? I think the problem for us in Antrim for years is that there was, the only, uh, there was no team in Antrim playing, like uh, McCrory football and things. So there was obviously uh, some of the Craigan lads uh, in the team uh, for this week. They played for Mahara Felt when they won at McCrory. Um, that obviously is a, it's a big boost, but at the end of the day, they're still Derry schools. So they're going to be dominated by by Derry players. So it definitely it definitely has an effect, yeah, because you obviously see there with Lurgan and in past years with Mahara and like a lot of the Mahara lads we were talking about earlier. They obviously would have would have been playing at that level, but yeah, that was probably the the problem for for Antrim uh, for years that we didn't have uh, teams in McCrory, so it was kind of hard to get get that boost maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think about that, Gareth McCrory? How important is that for like the likes of clubs? Do you think of the Glen team that had a lot of Mahara boys on the team? You know, no, definitely. Um, even both sides, Lockneil as well. Yeah. Um, a majority would have went to Mahara and even the coaching uh, I'd go as far as even the coaching within the schools um, is massive and how them players develop um, and like as you say them them boys playing at that level McCurry level top schools level um, for a lot of them it, it, it does propel them like Mahara won was it Hogan with Connor Glass and and the Danny Townley and the rest of them young lads so like it definitely does. It uh, it definitely helps them in their progression now. So. And it's not just McCrory too. You know, Lexus and passes. So Brian McIver up out up out there. Like, oh, of course, really of course, of course. Um, uh, some passes. They they were playing McLaren. They won an All Ireland. Uh, uh, was it maybe it was maybe ten years ago now. But again, good as, as I said, good coaches involved, and uh, that that it's massive in the development of any kind of player. So. Um, you're just sort of you're sort of blessed and graced around that area. So, so d just before we wrap it up, what do you think then? So you're thinking Cross McGlenn and um, Craigan. Will both of you think Cross McGlenn and Craigan then? I, I think so. Yeah. I, I think so uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. Now, just you just wouldn't know. It's the underdog sometimes can. It's, it's hard to beat them. So, the other final is the Throne Championship. Cool Island are playing Drumore, which is a you know, we talk about championships being hard to predict. You know, that in Gaelic life, we talked about Errigal being the fancy team, but then they they disappeared. So every year, Cool Island or a Tyrone championship is always hard to predict, isn't it? Who do you see coming out of the... Who did you see coming through and who do you think is going to win that one? I, uh, to be honest, I watch a lot of Tyrone league football and championship football, and if anybody had asked me at the start of the year that Tyrone, and, and there's no disrespect to Tyrone at Cool Island, that they would have been in the final, I'd have said no hope. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I thought Trillick or Argyll. It was it was the two team between the two teams. But look, you have to give credit to to Kalein, um and um, We're down. We're 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 down big both in both semi-finals, four and five points, and battled back, and battled hard to get back and got it and got the victory. Where Hooker by Crick um, with Kalein with the goals, but uh, they'll they'll both fancy fancy their chances against each other, and it's two. Again, again, proud clubs. Um, so I don't, I don't want to pick one because I've a good friend playing for one. So he'll, he'll get at me. <laughs> I'll just say a draw. <laughs> uh, the two, the two teams. That is, I think you're spot on. But those two teams are teams that just believe that they're going to win. It's every team in Drone believes that they're going to win, no matter if it's junior, 
junior final of the two bottom teams, they always think they're going to win. How important is that? Like, how important is that self-belief, which every club team drone seems to have? No, it's, no, it's massive, that kind of, you know, the pedigree and, of the clubs. Um, I think it's, 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 it's just so hard to measure, but the clearly Cold Highland had it in spades there, coming back against Argyll the last day. But yeah, the Tyrone Club Championship, I think everyone's kind of, has been on RTE the, the last couple of years now as well, and everyone's kind of enthralled by it because it's just so hard to pick a winner every time you go and watch. I mean, I obviously don't watch anywhere near as much Tyrone football as Garth there, but uh, like obviously I, you put it on there in, in championship season and it's, it, it's enthralling, it's, it's brilliant to watch. Um, and that's probably backed up, but because every team's so, so stubborn, they think that they're the best, which is it's the way to be. That's, that's, that's what every team should be. Um, but no, I'm lo looking forward to, to the, the match, definitely. And a strong club championship makes a strong county team, you know, and that's why they're, they're all Ireland champions. Um, and uh, what about what, what's next for Bandai? Like, where do you think you are, you know, compared to, you know, you, you know, it, whenever, whenever we think of these two big teams now, where do you think you are in beneath them or behind them or how far away are yeah, you? Yeah, well, well, obviously, when you look at Derry, Glenn and, and Slocknail are the two are the two kingpins, obviously, and Follied. You may be thinking Marfelt or Lave, but uh, anything in behind is, they're all much of a muchness. If you're asking me, I think any team could really beat anybody bar them top teams on a, a given day but uh, it comes down to I think it does come down to who who's involved in management ways and structure of the club and um, if you can get strength and conditions really becoming a big thing you can see it in the top clubs they have invested heavily in strength and condition over the last three four five years and it's 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 really propelled them to the top so if uh, if you can't beat them, join them, sort of thing. So you have to. We're we're we'll be in the process of trying to get get to the top level again. So uh, the same be the case for yourselves in Sandes. You know, you would see yourselves as senior championship contenders. You know, there there has been a gradual rise from winning the intermediate and then moving up into the senior level. Is that be right, Owen? Yeah, I mean, like we obviously won the intermediate a couple of years ago now, and we have a decent age profile, and you know, boys have played. Uh, county football, minor football, country minor football, under 21 football. So there is, you know, hopefully enough there. But um, it kind of goes back to a couple of things we've gone on today, touched on today in terms of the strength and listen there, Gareth's talking about, um, and you know the, all the coaching levels and everything else. We had a new manager in this year, Carl Cabe, who who's done brilliant before with St Goals, so he was brilliant for us. Um, but in terms of Antrim, like obviously Corgan were dominant there, and that's broken now, and that they'll be. The wounded animal coming back next year, but I mean, it's Andrum's quite quite open. I mean, they've, they've various teams contesting semi-finals the, the last number of years. Um, but I know Cargan have won a, a little, but you've got Lambda, Porklanoon, uh, Agallon now. Of uh, all, you know, contested semi-finals, and you know, it's there's no never any mad uh, hammerings a lot of the time in, in knockout football. So as as Gareth was saying there, in, in knockout football, and anything can happen. But yeah, for ourselves. We, you know, you don't want to be known as the team on intermediate. You want to be known as the team that won senior. Um, so that that's 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 where we'll be at definitely, and trying to, you know, push on. It's probably a bit of a disappointing year this year, if we're honest. Um, and you can't just no one's gonna sit sit back and accept that. So yeah, that's where probably we'll be at. Thanks, lads, for your inputs today. Uh, very interesting. Um, we got some predictions, not all predictions, <laughs> but really appreciate your time and thanks for coming in. Cheers, thanks for having us.